I know I told you I was gonna be here on certain days and then things come out on other days, but give me a break. I've had a very busy life recently. Not complaining, I'm happy with it. But I've, um, I've had a project outside of wrestling that I had to dedicate a little bit of time to. And, um, and of course, that kind of took time away from being able to uh, put my content out, maybe, and just dedicate the stuff that I normally do. Um, that project's out of wrestling, I'm done with it now, I'm able to kind of like catch up now and, and go back to, to where we were. But at the same time, I also, this week, I had Roy Johnson uh, on Tuesday, that's when we record the podcast, Tuesday evening, not Monday evening, like I'm expecting to be able to do in the, the next few um, months, that's probably how long it's going to be. Uh, so, uh, and then yesterday I couldn't, um, I couldn't record it, uh, I was busy with that other project, uh, wanted to, to make sure that I, that I would do that and finish that, uh, and yeah, that's why we're here today, <laughs> uh, that's why I'm recording and talking with you guys here today, uh, oh, Friday evening is a terrible time to put a podcast out, uh, we're doing it for the long run, aren't we? What, is this podcast gonna go viral? This this podcast specifically, it really is me talking about myself. So it's only gonna be, gonna be listened by my my most hardcore fans, I guess. Um, it's not just me talking about myself, it's me talking about my perspective. I guess that would be a better way to put it. But it's not like this is gonna be the piece of content that is gonna change my life. It is part of the long run, though. Um, it is... Uh, kind of like a a a thank you and a, a checkup on on you guys listening to this, and I appreciate that. Um, and there is a silver lining on the fact that I ended up recording this on Friday instead of Thursday, and the podcast ended up coming out today instead of in the past few days. This one, the this uh, on my mind podcast. But we'll we'll talk about that silver lining in a second. I would do want to um, talk about something that. I was going to be the main topic of the the, the on my mind um, last week. I need to find a new name for it. I don't like on my mind uh, ramblings. <laughs> it is a bit where this is, isn't it? Uh, my it's ramblings. That's what I'm going to call it um, from now on. I just decided here live ish on the air ish. Um, so the the I, the biggest topic of last week's rambling was going to be. Um, the the deaths of um, two people, two veterans, uh, and like people like kind of like relate to me in a way, which uh, which are Mal Manson and Pat Patterson, one directly, one indirectly. Um, so Mal um, was a joy to to have backstage. You know, um, he uh, it was. I would always be happy to see him backstage. I don't have personally like a bad story to tell about him. I know a lot of people who also had uh, great things to say and great memories of him. And um, it's it's like, Mal was older, you know. He didn't have to be involved in wrestling anymore. And still, he would still be involved in, in, in small to medium projects like uh, Rumble, uh, which I've wrestled for a few times. WrestleForce, which you've heard me speak about several times. That's actually, that's where I met him, it was a wrestle force. Mal used to manage um, the meet and greet uh, for WrestleForce. Every WrestleForce show, 
unless he really wasn't available. He would be the one dealing with it. Selling the meet and greet, uh, because basically on the shows, if you want to, you can then get like a, a five pounds, something like that. I don't remember the price, but it's not expensive. Like a meet and greet pass where you can go and meet the wrestlers and you can get signatures from them. Uh, and Mal would manage that. That was the first time that I met him years ago. Uh, and um, and it's it's interesting because he would be there because he liked wrestling. He loved wrestling. He loved to be involved. He he would he wouldn't be there in a sense like I I had to scratch to get like proper feedback out of him. Right? It's not like he was there to feel important, to feel like people can go to him and ask him his opinion, and he wants to give his opinion. Um, he wants everyone to know what he thinks because he wants to act like a veteran. That wasn't the idea. Um, he just wanted to be one of the boys backstage and uh, and be involved in the show somehow. And he didn't have to, you know. He didn't have to. Um, and that was like the, the biggest joy of it. Um, so many great stories that uh, Mal told. Um like throughout the time it was it was sad um to know that daddy passed away um it is i i personally uh knew um that it was coming um mal was uh uh very brave in the way that he dealt with his illness uh, last time that we saw each other and there's a picture of myself connor mills and, and mal um was the day where he we told us about his illness uh, and that uh, uh, he wouldn't have um much left to live. And he was in good spirits about it. Um, obviously, it's not like I, I knew deeply Mal Manson more than just a very good co-worker and someone that I shared great moments with and great memories with. Um, but he didn't seem sad about it. You know, he, he, he accepted and And I like to believe, um, and again, it's just me believing it's my own presumptions that... Uh, um, he went in peace with himself, you know, and um, and it is what it is. He's always been very proud of um, the fact that Chris Jericho mentions Mal in his book. Uh, when Chris Jericho was in Germany, uh, Mal was a referee um, in, in Germany as well, and uh, he, he's referenced in the book, uh, in Chris Jericho's book. Lance Storm also talks about wrestling in Germany a lot, and I I think it would be fair to presume that uh, Lance and Mal have crossed paths, that Mal Manson had refed Lance Storm's matches, maybe even Lance Storm versus Fit Finley, uh, which Lance uh, still puts today as uh, his favorite opponent, uh, definitely his favorite opponent in Europe and one of his favorite opponents ever. Um, and... Um, and yeah, he was he was always very happy um, to to be there. He was always like very. I felt like he was there. there was no regrets with uh, with the life they had and the, like the involvement that he had in wrestling. And um, he was very proud to to know that he somehow played a role in the biggest stars in the world or some of the biggest stars in the world. And I'll always be very proud of the fact that I asked for that uh, picture, which is something I don't don't normally do, and I want to do more. Just take more pictures, you know. Um, get more photographs and have that that memory uh, registered uh, on that day, that WrestleForce show where I like arrived. Uh, I think the doors open before I arrived to the venue, and I was first match uh, against Oli Peace. Ah, wrestling, you gotta love it. Rest in peace, Mal. Um, another uh, death that happened uh, recently, in the past few weeks, and 
I, I, obviously, this one was like I don't relate to it directly. I never met Pat Patterson, but uh, I'm very very fascinated about um, like how can I put this um, the 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 logic of wrestling maybe like the well, let's put it this way. I'm very fascinated about people that are some of the smartest people in wrestling that get wrestling that understand professional wrestling better than other people. And even before this week or these weeks, uh, even before Pat Patterson's death, everyone would look at Pat Patterson as a, a reference, a mentor, right? Uh, Jericho calls him his Yoda. Um, that basically, like, <laughs> there's a lot of people saying... Um, when talking about Pat Patterson's life, that a lot of the veterans today in the locker rooms will give advice that has been given to them directly or indirectly by Pat Patterson. He he is, there's a big consensus that he is the second most influential person in North American wrestling history after Vince McMahon. And, um, and it was very, to me, it was very like, uh, personally, if, if I can make this about myself on my podcast, in my ramblings, um, I I was um, sad that I would never get the chance to sit under his learning tree and, and learn and discuss wrestling with him. Even though he would get tired of talking about wrestling, according to people that knew him. Um, but at the same time, it's like uh, everyone said that like, he lived a happy life. and um, And that's great. That's all that matters, right? Um, all that matters is that like he was happy with his life and uh, and he lived a very very happy life, um, and it's incredible what he did, right? He was a superstar in um, especially in Los Angeles and the California territories um, for a very long time. After that, when he passed his prime, even though he was still wrestling in Montreal and he went to WWF, not past his prime, but like no, after Los Angeles, past his prime of wrestling, he was part of the Attitude Era. Sure, in front of the cameras, we all remember the Stooges, but um, creatively, right? Uh, there's a lot of um, moments and, and creative happenings, if that's a word, that we can thank Pat Patterson for. And, um, yeah, like, another brilliant mind of wrestling that, unfortunately, I won't be able to sit down and have a nice conversation about wrestling with, um, which saddens me. But this is not about me. This is about both Pat Patterson and obviously like earlier is about Mal Manson. And um, yeah, recipes, Paul Pat, Pat Patterson. And uh, uh, if there's any friends and family of <laughs> any of these two men, probably Mal way more than Pat, I'm sure. Uh, listen to me. My, my thoughts are with you. And, um, and I have nothing but let's say, good memories. I have nothing but good memories of Mal, and uh, and uh, I associate them both with uh, a good feeling and good people, and uh, I thank them both for their contributions to wrestling. And directly or indirectly, to myself being here in front of this microphone, speaking with you right now. Right. Uh, there's no way to do this segue, so I'm just going to do it. You're going to have to come with me, guys. Um, I said earlier that it was, in a way, it was like a silver lining, the fact that I could only record this podcast today, and that's because yesterday um, there was a, a big, not, well, yeah, it was a, an award ceremony, we can call it that. There's a, um, I think it was the only French wrestling awards, right? And um, yours truly won two awards. Uh, yeah, I won 
Guest of the Year, which I guess can be called as International Star of the Year, people who went to France and wrestled in 2020 in France. Um, and, and yeah, David Francisco got a... Uh, got the win in that category. I also got the win in Rivalry of the Year, Feud of the Year, myself versus Tristan Archer, which includes me going to France and not having a match against Tristan Archer. Um, I'm very happy with that, you know. Um, it's since uh, 2019 that I've been going with to France. Rix has uh, looked at me as, as someone that... Rix is the, the French company that I go for, to or that has booked me so far. Uh, they, they've looked at me as someone that they want to have on their roster, and um, I, it's just good to know that... I don't know, like, I, I work hard, guys, you know? It's good to know that uh, that work is being is being recognized, and there's people who who see me as someone that they can count with and, um, and want to, like, build around me, which is what Rick's did, which I'm not <laughs> complaining at all. But they've given so many great memories, like, there's great friends that I have from France, um... I've 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 had like very good memories of good moments there. Sometimes there's like everyone around me speaking in French and especially in the beginning like I can't understand something anything in French. I'm starting to slowly obviously like learning by myself as well, but like being cuz when you're learning, right? Like if you're learning in an app like Duolingo or something. It's like sure, you're you're learning through a book, you're learning like textbook, academic language. But then it takes a while to get used to the actual way the language is is spoken. And, like, it's different from speaking with someone that knows you're learning a language and they're going to talk with you like you're learning a language, or speaking with someone that assumes you know the language and you completely own it, and then you're completely lost. Because the uses of the language is completely different, right? Um, so I'm slowly starting to catch up, but it will take a while. I did stop learning for a second there. I need to, to get back on that grind. But uh, I'm very happy. Um, like, there was a lot of great things said by French wrestlers. Uh, not French wrestlers. French fans. French wrestlers as well. Um, I, uh, by, by French fans. And uh, I'm very happy. Uh, and I feel very honored that I've been able to have an impact in their lives, even if just a little bit, and make their, their um, enjoyment of professional wrestling uh, a bit better. And if by any chance I'm helping to build French wrestling more, then I'm more than happy to do that. And I'm looking forward to continue to go wrestling in France um, forever and ever. Absolutely. Very, very special place there. And... Um, yeah, not just Ricks, right? Don't think that there's like this exclusivity thing. Maybe if, if you guys are listening to me here, I've only wrestled for Ricks. Doesn't mean that I can only wrestle for Ricks. I can wrestle for anyone. <laughs> um, but I'm very much looking forward to see what 2021 is going to bring there, what the future is going to bring there. Um, can't wait. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, it's going to be cool. And uh, I'll show you. I'll bring you guys with me. I'll, I'll do some vlogs. Um, I want to show you that, that backstage uh, part a bit more now. We'll do it. We'll get there. Uh, so I'm very happy for those awards. I appreciate everyone. It was, well, it was a popularity contest, to be fair, but having in mind that, like, uh, not saying that other people did, I'm just going by my experience. Like, I personally, like, I didn't push anyone to vote for me. I didn't, uh, it wasn't like a thing of, like, sending all my friends so we can vote, whatever. No, it was like, uh, hope it, was, it was like a genuine uh, award. And I normally, I'm like, when, when you need to vote, for awards, when when it's like a, a fan participation for awards, it's very like, um, very meh. Especially when the pool is small, right? When it's like, when 
people can campaign, let's put it that way, to win the award, then it's it's bad, right? Like I'm thinking of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Awards, which is the voters that, sorry, the readers that vote. But I feel like there's probably like so many readers and it's such a wide um, pool of both people who vote and uh, possibilities in the world of who can be voted because it's literally a worldwide wrestling um, award thing that this is not going to happen. Like, what is is Kenny Omega going to go on Twitter and ask for people to vote for him for the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Awards? No, that's not going to happen. And I, I didn't see people do that. Um, besides, like, the, the marketing strategies or marketing efforts, right? They asked me to send two videos. One of them just to help promote the, the ceremony. And I'm like, um... I'm nominated for the, I'm nominated for this award and this award, so make sure on this day you watch the ceremony. Um, and then I forgot the ceremony was on, and I was on Twitch. <laughs> uh, but um, I I think that like I very like always wear when it's like popularity contests like that, when it's about like pushing people to vote and stuff. Uh, but but maybe like this one there wasn't anything wrong with it because I won it, yeah. <laughs> anyways thank you so much um like i i'm very happy to be part of the 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 french wrestling family very much looking forward to see what's going to come out in the future right um speaking of twitch i wasn't uh i was on twitch during the the ceremony yesterday during the uh the like the live show that they were doing um to announce the the winners and uh, I, I, I completely forgot that they were there until I started getting tagged saying that I won awards, um, which is funny. Yeah, I'm, I'm still on Twitch, and I very much like it. So the main thing I'm doing on Twitch right now is once a week I have guests uh, where we record the the guest edition of the podcast, right? And then we watch some matches, and we kind of, like, watch along and commentate them. Uh, if you have heard the, the Roy Johnson one that came out on Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken, here, so the last one, it was 50 minutes? I apologize. I completely got lost with time. I, I still want to try and make those conversations under a half an hour like I was before. But on this one, I thought that was... Com I, I was like, there's no way that this is going to be more than half an hour, and it was. <laughs> like, I was, when I was looking at my time, and I was just kind of, like, estimating, I estimated terribly. I was, like, double the time that I wanted to be. Um, so I'm going to be more conscious of that next time, I promise. But join us uh, Mondays. Uh, this Monday, uh, I'm going to have Fabio Romano and KB Violence. I'm going to talk with them a little bit about, like, KB is in Italy right now. Fabio, I think, like... He's, keeps coming and going back and forth. I'm not exactly sure. I'm going to ask them <laughs> uh, what's, uh, what the life have been up to, um, get you guys to know them a little bit. I think I'm going to ask a question that I never asked Fabio, which is, why did he move here? Like, what made you, what made you decide you wanted to move here and try this? And uh, then we're going to watch some matches, which includes the Christmas match from last year from uh, Redacted Pro Wrestling. Uh, <laughs> and uh, there was a Christmas Chaos match. It was myself, JJ Lynch, and Rex Armstrong versus KB Violence, Miss Monica, and Fabio Romano. And um, very much looking forward to see uh, to have those guys on Twitch and for us to see that match. I haven't decided what else we're gonna watch. Uh, maybe I'll watch the one with Jordan where Fabio stunners us. 
Uh, <laughs> don't know if I want to watch that again. We'll see. We'll see what we do. But join us on Monday. We'll be around 7 o'clock. Just uh, if you want more information, just follow me. Francisco underscore one. Twitter and Instagram. I'll make sure to let you guys know what's coming. And uh, I'm going to have guests every week. You know, I'm going to have a guest between Christmas and New Year and that Monday there. And then in January, we're going to continue that at least until I can have like proper face-to-face conversations with people, right? Uh, and then even then, I may go back and forth, right? This week is going to be like a locker room conversation. This week is going to be a Twitch thing. We'll see. I very much like it. I'm getting a lot of good feedback on it. You guys seem to like it as well, which I appreciate it. I have a lot of fun uh, doing it. And uh, if you guys want to join... You want to be there live, you want to ask questions, be in a chat, even help out, you know, there's donations and subscriptions and stuff, I'd love to, uh, it's uh, twitch.tv slash difrancisco underscore one, that's where you can find me, and um, yeah, speaking of, so let's say that you didn't get to be there live on Twitch, right, to see this, to hear this conversation, to listen to this conversation, and then to see our ourselves commentating on the matches, right, Um I am, I already have it up, actually, a second YouTube channel where I'm keeping this. Obviously, if you are listening to this podcast, you're also listening to the conversations that we had there because I posted them here. But if you're curious to like, oh, what did David Francisco and Connor Mills have to say about their deathmatch, right? What's the stories behind it? Kind of a, a director's cut in a way. Then I am uploading all of that to my second YouTube channel. Why is it a second YouTube channel? Uh, Which is, I'm sure, the first question that you're asking. It just makes more sense in my mind to keep the the topics I organize that way. I don't want to... I want my first YouTube channel to be only about David Francisco in the world of professional wrestling, right? And then the second YouTube channel is everything else, right? Me and Mills talking about a match we had... um, a clip of a podcast conversation, which I'm going to add there. Even stuff outside of wrestling, right? I'm going to add gaming videos there. I want to I wanna play Pokemon, a Pokemon Nuzlocke. Um, on, uh, and I'm gonna, probably going to like the majority of it I'm going to do on a YouTube channel. I want to do some Plants vs. Zombies videos that I've been saving to do. Uh, and, and all of that's going to go on my second channel, right? It's like, it's David Francisco doing things that are not David Francisco doing pro wrestling. And in my opinion... David Francisco with a guest watching a match is not doing pro wrestling, is talking about pro wrestling, which immediately jumps away from the category of being a part of the first channel and will go into my second channel. Very easy to find, Francisco underscore two. Um, I am going to have, I have a few archives of the stuff that I did on Twitch there and I'm going to have more as time goes by. If you want to subscribe, then that would be the, the that would be very helpful. That would be the best thing you could help me with. Um, I'd love for you to do that. And that's where I'm going to keep the archive of all these things. So uh, you have Mills and I talking about our first match ever, our first singles match ever, should I say. Uh, Mills and I talking about the death match we had. Roy and I talking about the first match that I've ever had in the UK. Myself and him ta- teaming against the Geezers. Myself and Roy in a <laughs> stipulations roulette for the Kafka Cup. Uh, good times. It's all on that second channel. And uh, you can find all of that there. So I'd appreciate if you if you want to, if you're interested, make sure you subscribe and uh, watch those videos. Let me know if there's anything else you'd like to see there. Even challenge me to do stuff outside of wrestling that you'd like to see. That's where that's what that con- that channel is for. That's where all that content's gonna go to. And uh, that's it for today. Uh, 
Yeah, <laughs> it's been long already. So, next Thursday is... Let me check. It's either 24 or 25th. It doesn't change the point that I'm about to make, but it's one of the two. Next Thursday is 24th. No, guys, I am not doing a ramblings on uh, the 24th of December. Give me a break, okay? So, um, I am... I'm not even sure about the 31st of the of December, but I might do the 31st. We'll see. Uh, so expect on Tuesday this conversation with uh, uh, Fabio and Karim, and then expect another podcast with another guest on the 29th of December. Don't expect anything coming out on uh, Christmas Day or Christmas Eve. I think you understand why. And uh, we'll be back to schedule on January. Oh, by the way, all those videos, like, the second channel is definitely going to have the majority of, like, new stuff that is not stuff that I'm doing on Twitch. Uh, like, exclusive stuff for that channel. It If it comes out, it will be in um, in January. So, uh, if it, well, it will come out, and I'll, uh, I'll be able to dedicate myself to creating that content in January. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to having you there. And I appreciate very much... You sticking with me and listening to this, uh, to these ramblings, which is what these this podcast is on is called now. Um, if you have any questions, if you have any comments, if you'd like me to say anything or do anything, uh, anything to add about this podcast, then follow me, tweet me, message me, Francisco underscore one on Twitter and Instagram. Also, you can find me on TikTok, Facebook as well with Francisco underscore one, as in actually the word underscore written. YouTube. DeFrancisco underscore one, DeFrancisco underscore two, Twitch, DeFrancisco underscore one. Everywhere you can find me. I appreciate you listening to this. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. <laughs>